0: Yo, what's up guys? Hello, hello. Swoosh night in the building.
1: It's your girl Vanessa Dene.
0: And uh, we're we'll back again for another week of Love Yours the podcast. The podcast that promotes black mental health.
1: Black mental wealth.
0: And black mental stability. And don't forever be out of reach until you love yours. Bam. So uh, take it to kick this episode off, I need to know... Nate's opinion on snitching Now let me give you some context Okay So your boy is watching 90 Day Fiance Cause That's one of uh, That's one of Your nigga's uh, guilty Guilty pleasures
2: Really? Yeah I'll be
0: fucking with it Cause hey By all means if your boy can go out to another country Bring back another woman from another country Niggas be winning But then they don't work out so well but uh,
1: I'm looking at you real different right now. Hey, whatever. Anyways, continue.
0: Real nigga fantasies. Anyways, so on that episode, if if you have watched it, it's the Jamaican couple where well, not the Jamaican couple is the Jamaican man and the white woman. Mm-hmm. She brought him back to uh, it was like Philadelphia or, Machine'sburg, some some shit like that. Don't matter. So. Oh, oh boy! Uh, well, well, since he can't doesn't have his visa, doesn't have his working visa or anything, he has to. He's been working or tattooing out of a barbershop shop. So, one of his clients, you know, took him into the bathroom, and some things went down in there.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So, owner of the barbershop shop went in, busted it up, talked to him outside, you know. Had to shake him up a little bit. And so, whatever, they disperse. A couple of days later, you know, Shorty
1: Wait, so the person that he went in the bathroom with, was that a girl or a guy? It was a girl. So but the, they the shop around. owner.
0: Yeah, they messed around. Shop oh, wow. owner was like, You're doing this while we're working. Right. Get the fuck out. Yeah. So his wife calls and says, Hey, Calls the barbershop owner like, hey, you know, old boy's been I don't know, he's he just acting different, kinda weird, and I'm noticing like these comments on his Instagram mm-hmm. that are a little funny and sounds like they know each other outside of, you know, Instagram. So I wanna know about it. She went to the barbershop, old boy shared his shared the news. Mm-hmm. Just like, hey, took some girl into the Into the bathroom while we were working, while we're cutting hair, it goes silent and we're hearing some stuff. Whoop whoop whoop. So, So, how do you feel about that ratting? She immediately takes the news and she's like, "Oh, he's getting deported." Would you snitch or would you not snitch?
1: Um. Yeah, I'm telling.
0: Damn.
1: First of all. It's not even the... It's not necessarily that I'm telling just to be like a snitch mm-hmm. or whatever. But, bro, this is my place of business. You're you're messing up my situation here. Right. So, if that's what you want to do, take that shit elsewhere. You're not going to do it in my bathroom.
0: For real? And then, For
1: real. Yes. Like, and then, you know what I'm saying? Like, then you're, you as a man, you're not handling your stuff. So, now your wife's coming back over here and bringing more drama? Like, no. Yeah yes he was in there wiling out with some chick what they did i don't know mm-hmm. but it didn't sound too great
0: and one of the professional
1: yeah like no right
0: so so i had this conversation with a, a fellow og uh-huh homie and she was like i want to rat." i was like what hell no nah, after you like, do me wrong in my place of business you feel me you're I messing up my
1: shit. you're messing up my money right like what if People around. What if somebody brought their kid in there? There
0: was a kid in there. That's his argument. Like I got kids in here. And you know I'm what
1: I'm saying? Like that. That's making messing up my cash flow. and Now people think that I'm just running some like trifling ass business where yeah. you can come and mess around in the bathroom. And no, okay. bro, take your ass back to Jamaica.
0: Exactly. So it's, my my thing was like, yo, my loyalty to you is over. I like
1: right because you didn't have my back.
0: Exactly. What what do, you do ain't I respect I, in my space?
1: What do I owe you? Nothing. Exactly.
0: So as soon as you cross me, by all means, all your secrets, I don't, I mean, if it's like deep, dark, like...
1: Yeah, no, I'm not finna just go and blast your stuff off, but if you're, especially if your wife is coming back up here, or quote unquote wife is coming back up here, that's bringing a whole nother situation to my place of business. Nah, I don't have time for you or your wife. Mm -hmm. Both of y'all
2: can go.
0: Exactly. My friend's argument was more of just like, well, well you know what, hey, you know, I ain't want those problems, ain't gonna get that information from me you know, I don't want more drama until you just gonna find out some other way, but it's not gonna be from me.
1: Hell no I don't have time for that, cause it's just gonna if you you say like, oh you can find out a different way, but it's not just it's just not coming from me, you don't know what she's gonna do after the fact so she could come back and it's just gonna you know what I'm saying, like and just continue no, your husband ain't shit he was in there messing around with some girl in the bathroom, disrespecting my place of business. Right. Whatever. Y'all may have some open relationship or whatever, but don't bring that shit back over here. Yeah. He can't come here and don't bring your ass over here no more.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't get... Like, I, could, I get her point of it, but then again, I don't owe you anything if you're My business, me. bro. Like, so. this is...
1: You're taking money out of my pocket. This is how I feed my family. You got me 20 times fucked up. Right. Like... <laughs> Get out <laughs>
0: Man so nah, hell nah. I don't know I'm just making sure yo I get the point I know the worry about like Oh are we putting that person In danger Are we sending him back Are we giving him giving these people information To send him back or to be locked up But then at the same time it's like yo You cross me
1: But And then at the same time it's like You know what shit you had at risk Yeah you knew your ass was here illegally Yeah. so don't be acting a damn fool to make you know everybody knows hell has no fury like a woman scorned so why would you do anything to jeopardize that yeah. I'm not saying like oh ladies you know hold shit over your dude's head but like we be popping off when we mad so I don't understand You you know you're there illegally you know you could be deported or put in jail or whatever the case may be mm-hmm. so why risk it
0: because you know people are watching you know people like, at all times all time
1: at all times so you risked it for what like 10 minutes in the bathroom mm-hmm. obviously you don't care about your life why yeah. should i
0: so her second argument was mostly like well you know if it was one of your partners when your crew that you that that you've known for all your life would you do the same i'm like yo i keep that secret my boy deej i know my cat sins. Man, since I can't since I started a memory. So, since I started a memory. <laughs> Nick, I'm blind. I saw nothing. If it's for if if it's for him, I saw nothing. I'm blind. I don't
1: <laughs> I feel it. Like I feel like so me, being that um I've said this before, I have several <laughs> male friends. I done seen some shit. You know what I'm saying? A <laughs> oh. girl come to me and ask me oh, a question.
2: Come-
1: um Girl, I don't know you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not finna tell on my boy, but in the same breath, know that I am telling my boy about himself. Like nigga, yeah. you're, you're hella yeah. trifling, blood. Like you need to fix that.
0: By all means, that's agreed. But
1: but I ain't I ain't gonna tell. But if you get caught, I'm gonna be like I told you so. Damn. With your trifling ass, that's what you get. I ain't got no sympathy for you, bro.
0: Amen. Right, I'm shrugging just.
1: You, but you ain't gonna get caught because I'm telling. It's just man, not gonna so, it. Like You you know what I mean? Like, you, you, my day one. You still ain't shit, though. I'm still gonna tell you you ain't shit.
0: Where? So, that was her argument. So, I was just like, yeah, you're right. I wouldn't tell. But, in this case, this dude. I don't
1: notice, you know this. He knew for like
0: maybe six months. Maybe six months. Bro, No way,
1: friends. Yeah, no. Huh? no six months. The out of here. Sorry.
0: I'm selling you down the river.
1: Down it.
0: <laughs> Is that you? Oh. Man, peace, man. Thanks. Good no, luck. I right. no. <laughs> Man, i want to start the show.
1: It's your girl Vanessa Dene.
0: And it's your boy Swoosh Knight.
1: And you're tuning into
0: Love Yours, the podcast. Thanks for coming in for another week. So, uh, now it's time for Hot Tops. Yep, yep, yep. What's hot on these streets?
1: Um, so it is, it's Sunday that we're recording. Is yes, sir. And, uh, as you guys know, Mr. Swoosh and I are both very big basketball fans. So, of course, we're paying attention to, um, mm-hmm. the free agency.
0: Which has begun.
1: Let me tell you, the NBA is shaking the table right now. Shaking it. And I'm here for it. Mm. Uh, The biggest quote-unquote news so far
0: is that KD is, you know, he's off the road. He's going, going, going gone. I mean, you know, I have mixed feelings here. I have mixed feelings. He signed with Brooklyn. Even though he said he, he wasn't trying to team up with Kyrie. But, um...
1: Oh, you took that seriously?
0: I no, knew I he was lying.
1: Nigga. I was like, what do you mean? It
0: was real chummy-chummy at that All-Star game. What do you mean? Especially that photo. That photo of them in the in the tunnel. Talking to each other. Oh, I yeah, knew. Yeah, yeah, I knew. Something was going down.
1: But, yeah. Uh, your boy, KD, yeah. has a uh, sign to a... Uh, what is it? A hundred and... Mm forty?
0: 141? I think it's 141. It, yeah, it's not none, it's not as much as the warriors would have dropped. But um like I said, mixed feelings because Lord Jesus. Warriors need that money so they can build a bench because
1: their bench is trash.
0: <clears throat> trash. Basura. If you ever heard you gotta speak Spanish out there. So basura? Basura. You, you gotta roll the R. Yeah, I yeah. said it, like gringo. Like, yeah. You know, buzzera.
1: Anyways.
0: Yeah, anyways. So it makes feelings. But hopefully this means that we can sign Clay, get a bench. I was really hoping we would pick up Trevor Reza, but that didn't happen. Sack did, so I'm happy for Sack, because, you know, I'll go with the Bay, But, um, but yeah. Sacramento's so, in the valley. I mean, I think we kind of kind of claim them lightweight, way right? who
1: does we don't
0: I'm all inclusive I bring what them for? niggas in they're Anyways. next to the water so no they're not next to the water
1: god just keep they, going they
0: right. kind of somewhere around there but um so yeah this also brings me to a point of a moment where I love and hate niggas On my black community I love y'all but sometimes it's like dang so yesterday your boy was at uh, the fair enjoying his good old time took his goddaughter out having fun mm-hmm. tell him why your boy gets stopped and it's like hey I need to, need to get your autograph and a picture later cause man you look like Kyrie Irving
1: man, man. I'm so angry <laughs> I'm so angry
0: I love that you guys are so we're so bold to do that but then it's like
1: man <laughs> I'm so angry as soon as you said picture, oh. I was just like, please don't tell me they thought you looked like Kyrie Irving.
0: Oh man, I mean, I I kind of get it. Your boy's on his uh, he's on his hair, hair or hat week. If y'all, my brothers, know what the hat week is, is when you got that you need that cut, but then you want to wait a little bit longer so you can get the cut and still like that that cut lasts a little bit longer when you need it because your boy going on vacation soon. So, you know, like if I get that haircut too early, it's gonna be looking. Not so hot when I get to my vacation. So I'm, it's a hot week for me.
1: Kyrie Irving though.
0: Man. I mean the I only thing lie. you
1: got in common is the beard.
0: Yeah, just saying, your boy. Niggas niggas be singing.
1: No. Man. No America. It no. Niggas be seeing. Yeah, I wish the
0: ladies would, but <sighs> Man, they they need to watch more basketball. <laughs> <laughs> you okay over there?
1: I watch a lot of basketball, and I don't know what they're talking about right now. <laughs> I'm confused. I am puzzled. <laughs>
0: like, hey, I'm just saying.
1: No, man. They tripping.
0: Um, also, speaking of KD, actual basketball <laughs> stuff. Um, so as you know, on certain teams, they uh, the players often have uh, they get to put in requests for certain players to move up, move down, get on the team, sign them. So we know that happens with teams, right? You're aware of this? Yeah. Or if certain players are like, hey, we want this person to move up from D-League to our team. Okay. This is a clear example is, I'm I'm guessing, because I don't know where else this cat would play, is David Lee, who is currently on the Warriors, who just happens to be Steph Curry's... Brother-in-law. Brother-in-law. So same thing (laughs) has happened to Quinn Cook which is kd's boy oh are they yeah i had no idea dogs growing up they play on aau teams and everything okay so
1: damn is quinn cook that old
0: yeah well i'm about to google that so do you feel like now that kd's gone they'll keep quinn cook
1: um i would say it would be in their best interest to Mm Hmm. um he played pretty decent like he put up some good shots good points um he was one of the most reliable people they had on their bench
0: which was not many
1: exactly so So it's like you know i mean like if you like you said you know there's no katie so now they have some money to improve their bench
0: Mm -hmm. exactly where i was going
1: i still feel like they should keep him Mm. what do you think
0: I don't know. I feel like there's a couple other guards that we could swoop up. Like, man, you don't make me have to go through. I just want to know. I want,
1: I want to know what Real you quick. see, because I need. You know what I'm saying? My my boys out there in the great city actually, of Los Angeles, the Lakers. We need it. We need a whole team, blood. Actually, <laughs> a me, whole team. I'm
0: not gonna. So this is a little. This is a little out there, but um. Patrick Beverly,
1: stop it! Clamps. I don't think, I don't think he would sell out and play for the Warriors. True, I don't think he would. That's what
0: I say. It's a little bit out there. Clamps, but then again, he doesn't provide like an offensive.
1: Yeah, he doesn't provide offense, but he, I mean, he can. Isaiah but not. I could be something. That could be something. Yo, where my boy Nate Robinson at? Like, bring him out. Does not he play for Big Three?
0: Big Three.
1: Yeah, like someone sign that man.
0: I don't think he got it anymore. But then again. What? Then again. Nate was slept on again, hard. If, he is slept on hard. Hard. But then again, it, um, DJ Augustine, like, if he's still Bond, Nate can ball still. So, oh so, uh, well. Oh well. So, I don't know. We'll see where, where Quinn Cook lands. Um, oh, wow,
1: apparently Quinn Cook is 26. I did not think he was that old. Yeah.
0: I thought
1: he was a a hot 21. Really? Yeah, I don't know why I thought he was so young.
0: He's been around for a minute.
1: For real? Maybe because he...
0: D-Leagues and stuff like that. No, that's probably why. I don't be
1: watching D-Leagues. I don't keep up with it, really. Mm.
0: Mm. Mm. So, yeah, Nay. what you got?
1: Um, This one is uh, near and dear to my heart. Uh, For those of you listening who may have not known, we're from California. Uh, This is where the show gets recorded. Anyways, good old state of California is going to become the first state to ban hair discrimination. And this is near and dear to my heart because uh, I am natural, have been for quite some time. Mm. I've already had one set of locks and then I decided to cut it off about almost two years ago. Um, And I'm currently actually locking my hair again.
2: Locking it up.
1: You know some of the questions that I faced when I decided to make that that transition or whatever even from my family members was just like well what about your job and Mm -hmm. that just does not sit easy with me like why should I fear not being accepted at work because I'm wearing my hair naturally like oh you should you should straighten your hair or you you should get a weave and do all that like no no and this is not a shot to any of the sisters that get their hair relaxed and wear weaves or whatever do what you do but you shouldn't feel like you're obligated to do that just because of the workplace so i'm particularly real happy about this decision
0: yes it moves the moves it forward yeah but
1: it's like it moves it forward but it's just like damn 2019 huh
0: Take this long, huh? You know what I'm saying? Damn. You Black right. people
1: been been and froze for how long?
0: Cool minute.
1: Forever. All our lives. Because yeah. that's how our hair grow. But, you know, 2019 is when we have the first state banning hair discrimination. I'll take it, because it's a win, but it's still just like this country is ridiculous.
0: Barely than never sometimes, but still. Still judging because of the lateness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so...
1: What else we got on these streets?
0: Man. So for those, if you've been under a rock, we had a presidential debate. Not presidential. Democratic. Democratic debate.
1: With our million and a half Democrats who are running for president.
0: Yeah, so many niggas on well, stage. Well, declared
1: that they're running for president.
0: Yeah. So many people on stage that have split the debates up into two nights.
1: How many candidates is there? It's a lot. It's like ain't it like sixteen to
0: <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, well that too. Keep going. Keep going. Um yeah, I'm not too sure. That's how many. It's I think a lot. there's only like a few that I'm like really paying attention to. Yeah. Um yeah. I think only the main ones that we're keeping. I'm keeping an eye on maybe Buttigieg, maybe Kamala Harris, um, watching Joe Biden very closely, Bernie, uh, and Elizabeth Warren. I think Those are people I'm, I'm watching really closely, seeing what they seeing what they got, seeing where they're going with things. Everybody else, man, I. Mm, if you guys get noticed by other people i don't i don't know why i can't
1: even it doesn't even tell me yeah hello people so
0: part of me was about to guess like 24 (laughs) (laughs) maybe but um yeah anyways a lot of people it's making it a little difficult but as the race goes on more people will drop out so that gives more people more time to talk so we can learn about them even more so
1: pause hey are people starting to look alike to you like the um, democratic candidates
0: to be honest the white people are so I'm just <laughs> <laughs> i mean i understand yeah so. um
1: yeah they're all starting to look alike to me and i'm just like wait which one are you
0: Hmm. Mm, yeah i don't know about y'all but it's like oh i've seen them before <laughs> i don't know whether it's just because they're california or because i yeah probably maybe um so big names Let's focus on Kamala Harris, yeah, who had the was in the second debate second day the day two of the debates, and she shined pretty big. she came through definitely took a step in when one of the white ladies decided to talk about African Americans and race and rights and stuff mm. Woo, Kamala Kamala seized her opportunity stepped in there right away. She then proceeded to direct things at Joe Biden. The first shot. And oh he he mm, he bled a little bit. Oh no. So apparently she was able to highlight the that during his uh she was one of the first um or no, second second group uh second group of kids to integrate into white schools in Berkeley. Mm hmm. But there was issues with busing, which Joe Biden was a part of. That issue. Oh no. And he was against busing. So, she went in onto that, and he he could not like gather his feet, and you no, know, she just hammered in. I so, all that. So yeah, to find out that from about Joe Biden, I felt, man this boy so if you guys have not kept track of Joe Biden he has been sliding I think mainly when he reported working with segregationists that was a big one that even though they had their differences we could work together and those were good dudes so he lost lots of points with that Uh, he also flip flopped on abortion whether people women could abort or not so i think he landed on finally landed on like there it was okay but still didn't look good so he's still at the top of the polls but he's not looking so high and i think that definitely for me that highlights a lot of the issues with the with democrats is just
1: honestly i'm gonna be real
0: just not getting it
1: i was tired i did not watch any of the
0: debates
1: (laughs) I've been meaning to go back and like try and YouTube it and find clips or whatever, but yeah. I just haven't done so as of yet. Um, yeah,
0: I I didn't I'll watch do. it directly. I watched like the highlights from Daily Show uh-huh. just to stay in the loop. I know some people are doing a lot better than me at just actually watching just so that they're educated and they know yeah. who's saying what. But um, I, I think some people are definitely right about Democrats not really... Working with African Americans. They're not really working. They're more pandering to get their vote and then just leaving, but they're not like going. I mean,
1: personally.
0: Showing enthusiasm.
1: When has that ever happened?
0: True. And plus, we make the majority of their votes. That's where, like, I can get where the black conservatives are at. So I'm like, dang. Okay. They might, they, they write on some things.
1: Yeah. But it's just like, I feel like people black people in particular who are democratic um it's kind of you know coming to the point where you gotta choose the left sir of two evils yeah and you know the republicans kind of go hard in the paint for uh f them black folks low-key so it's just like, like all right you can
0: come with us and give us the vote but you're not with us you
1: yeah know? and it's just like okay well at least the democrats aren't being blatantly racist. Yeah. I was like I mean we talked about that I think we talked about it before once uh Trump got elected like people were shook like oh I can't believe this racist. Oh, voted
0: for him as a joke. Like wait Nicole, what? <laughs> oh, well that way no that's something that's on man if you check out those vice uh it's a group talk group discussions mm-hmm. so they're like black conservatives or um black conservatives or people voted for trump or like and nah. well, it, i think... when it was for women it was the women one specifically about like oh it was just a joke and i voted and then one of the one of the black women checked checked that lady and was like oh how nice of it to be a privilege like a luxury to vote as a joke
1: yeah like just stay your ass home if you're not taking it serious. But no, like some people were just like, I can't believe that we, you know, we have this racist in office and so on and so forth. And I'm just like, that ain't the first racist white man we didn't had in office. <laughs> like, I don't know why y'all is just so up in arms. I like,
0: mean, and y'all want like to talk about Lincoln? Like, nah, Lincoln just freed us because. He just wanted everybody to be on one side, so yeah, if it was like, on the other side, then... It's
1: been a plethora of racist-ass <laughs> old white men in the White House. Like, I don't understand. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, Trump is a flaming idiot. But... And racist, but, like, I don't know why everybody's acting surprised.
0: But, like he's the first.
1: Yeah, like, well, but I feel like it's non-African American people who are, like, just like, oh my gosh, in 2000, blah, 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 this is how it... It's just like, like, where have y'all been? I don't...
0: <laughs> man... Come on now. Do
1: y'all not watch the news and shit like that? Like this been problems. Been. Been since been years. So I yeah. Man. Speaking of good old Trump.
0: Yeah. So his uh if you guys didn't know, his son decided to Good old retweet, Junior retweet during the debate, um, somebody saying that Kamala Harris was not black enough to speak about the plight of African Americans. Now this is this is one of my top things that I hate or makes or feel that it makes it difficult to be black is that people can try and cut down or deny your your blackness. Or they like to talk because about other you people's don't blackness?
1: Re, you don't like meet their standard of black. Yeah. Um yeah, that's that's something I'm assuming it was a a black person that said that.
0: Yeah. Someone.
1: I mean, because I, I, but you know, that's, that's coming from years of being oppressed. And, yeah. you know, that's, that's one of the,
0: crabs in the barrel kind of thing or what crabs in the
1: barrel but one of the side effects of slavery basically yeah if you think about it because then it becomes the whole issue of colorism and you know why i'm darker than you and you would be a house nigga if you were if it was slavery and so on Mm -hmm. and so forth um so that creates like you know hatred within our own community and of course you know it's still going to keep going because we don't educate ourselves um
0: but still still trash yeah no it's still trash
1: it's still trash
0: especially for somebody who's In the picture, in the room, trying to advocate for us. And here you are just like, nah. Like, have y'all
1: ever heard the term like um, we're in mixed company?
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, So right now with people of color, you know, trying to run for presidency, what we don't need is us fighting. Mm -hmm. Especially when it comes to shit like that. Ie we we are in mixed company, so right. you know what I'm saying like those are conversations you have within your household. Yeah. You don't go, don't go on so- social media. Don't start quoting shit and doing right. all stuff like that. Like that's this what is, this is what could happen. Exactly, this is exactly. What fucking and could this happen. and this is what people want from us. This is what they expect from us, and you're just feeding into that shit. We're all entitled to our opinion, yeah. But some shit, keep it to yourself.
0: Yeah, because I get the history with like why some African Americans. Are like against Kamala Harris and her comments because, like, her actions with locking niggas up. Like, I, I, I get that, but still, for now, let's keep it between us. Yeah, like, because yeah, this mm-hmm. is exactly mm-hmm. what can happen. They, we they post use things us
1: against us,
0: and then they're like, they give, oh, let me retweet this.
1: Yeah, the, the, well, there's the a black people don't like her.
0: Yeah, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, you know, circulating, uh, I'm just using what they said. I'm just using what they said. So, I didn't say it. I'm using their their own own words. like, hey, that's that's not me. Yeah, like,
1: come on, guys. here we are. Be smarter than that. Be more aware of your surroundings. But your boy, uh, Corey, I almost said Curry, Corey Booker,
2: Mm -hmm.
1: he retweeted Junior's tweet and said, Kamala Harris doesn't have shit to prove. Right. So, I mean, kudos to him. For, like, you know, trying to stand up for her or whatever. Exactly. But, you know, keep the unnecessary shit to yourself. We're in mixed company. Like, people are watching. There are people who solely just look for shit like that.
0: Yeah. So it's like, and then, like, hey, here he is. Oh, they're using that word. Here I am. (laughs) Yeah. they use it too.
1: It's stupid. Stop. Trash. Trash. Anyways.
0: But Cory Booker, he didn't win no points because, man, I saw his (laughs) reaction on all of Twitter and Instagram and just... That's
1: one part that I did see, bro. I appreciate you
0: standing up. Wait. Cory Booker stood up for black women. Great example. A moment of silence for a boy coming through. Not saying that. Not saying that black women need standing up for but I'm saying is well, no, I am saying that black women need to be supported just as much as they support black men so for that moment of silence for Cory Booker way to come through
1: moment of silence
0: well I'm guessing this would be why moment of applause and somehow woo! like you guys can imagine woo but then again Insert you get minus points because of that because look you gave old boy when he used your move <laughs>
1: He just he just did me before I got a chance to do me. Damn!
0: Trying like, <laughs> to show off his Spanish skills like it that too like,
1: late. Did he really just start speaking his Spanish on me right
0: now? Damn!
1: What the fuck am I supposed to do when they call on me?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I guess I got I got to go with it.
1: We're just gonna keep it going. We
0: <laughs> but uh, the first dude that spoke Spanish he didn't answer the question. He just said a response, said something. He pointed out facts, but then never answered the the. Oh so hopefully Corey that's Corey all he rehearsed did. was yep.
2: <laughs>
1: he was like oh this kind of fits let me throw these facts out in Spanish let me show them my Espinol
0: <laughs> ridiculous Man. but Cory Booker alright mixed bag but okay so lastly um white guilt we found another story on that so <clears throat> Fate County Georgia Fayette 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 It's It's Fayette Fayetteville Fayetteville
1: Fayetteville There's a T though
0: Fayette Fayette Mm. Fayette Georgia A woman took A picture Of a man sleeping On a McDonald's At a McDonald's And posted it on Facebook With a negative rant But It turned out To be A blessing In disguise After The community Flooded The man with donations and support. Man, 21 year old Simon Childs, is actually a homeless father who is resting in between his shifts at the fast food restaurant. He has then received lots of donations, a GoFundMe account, and community is supporting him. So, white guilt for this white woman who decided to take upon herself to shame this man Mm
2: -hmm.
0: the news caught up with her Mm -hmm. they reintroduced her to this simon child and she just like i'm so glad for everything that's working out for him i i just didn't know so exactly fucking right you didn't (laughs) know um oh.
1: Therefore you should have minded Your damn business
0: God bless Mind your motherfucking <laughs> <laughs> Stupid, <laughs> ass. <laughs> Stupid <laughs> ass Stupid <laughs> ass damn, I told you to say one Two cuss words and you said Fifteen <laughs>
1: <laughs> My mom said to tell You to mind your Mother f-
0: <laughs> <laughs> So god bless
1: literally Fizzly. like i don't
0: mm-hmm.
1: her saying sorry and saying how happy she is for him and oh she just didn't know and all of that i call, I call BS. bs i call bs lady like mm-hmm. you are only showing any type of sympathy and um any type of remorse because your ass is scared that you're gonna lose your job like the rest of these
0: um unnecessarily um, report or- yeah
1: barbecue becky's and um permit patties out there man you just scared because you know twitter the twitter's is busy
0: busy busy
1: busy so she's trying to get (laughs) ahead of it but guess what i hope you still get fired because it's it's hella unnecessary yeah if okay yeah you might have been concerned but if you went up to the counter like you said you did and you told them like hey there's someone over there sleeping and they said oh we know it's he's okay then keep it moving lady oh, okay. it ain't they none know. of your business they know that he's over there obviously they know who he is yeah. it ain't none of your damn business keep it moving <laughs> and from the looks of it i i've seen the picture yeah. from the looks of it she's sitting there by herself eating in mcdonald's chilling take your ass home
0: she well who like chills
1: it? in mcdonald's like that she probably there for the free wi-fi so you lord her in too
0: exactly
1: take your ass home Mind your damn business, people.
2: You don't
0: like it don't me?
1: cost you nothing to mind your business.
0: it is free. As free. I said last week with free. them deep breaths,
1: mind the business that pays you. This ain't had nothing to do with your ass. Keep it moving.
0: And here you are. It blew up.
1: Now you're up here trying to apologize and
0: backpedal. You know, nah.
1: Man. Keep that same energy backpedaling. Keep that same energy as your little angry ass tweet that you did or, or paragraph and all that. Caption that you posted. Have that same damn energy. Don't don't yeah. apologize now.
0: Too late. That's God's God. So I'm glad my boy got the help he needs. But,
1: but yeah, shout out to him. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. Sleeping in between his shifts like shit is hard.
0: You will be, be tired. So.
1: Mind your business. I'm
0: Mind your business.
1: We wouldn't do nothing to you. Mm-mm-mm. I don't understand people man
0: Tragic 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 So Let that be a lesson To y'all
1: Mind your mother f- Business
0: <laughs> So yeah um, As you know Last week We uh, Last week We discussed When they see us Documentary on not Documentary Docu-series mm-hmm. oh. On the Central Park Five Exonerated 5. Exonerated. Central Park 5.
1: Oh gosh. You're not supposed to go to Central Park in there. Just Exonerated 5.
0: Exonerated 5. Yeah. Yes, sir.
1: Okay. Anyways, yeah, mm-hmm. so that docuseries is on Netflix. If you haven't seen it yet, I don't know what you're doing with your life because. You know, we waited. We waited quite some time before we decided to discuss it because we didn't want to spoil anything for anybody.
0: Exactly, because right now it's been about a month.
1: <clears throat> it's been a minute. You should have watched it. That'd Maybe even problem. a couple times by now.
0: Exactly. If you
1: can sit through it again.
0: And then I think the reports this week said 23, 230 million have watched it. 231.
1: Mm. So if you ain't part of that number, what's wrong with you?
0: Man, I know you guys got Like, what are you Netflix- doing? Netflix passwords and shit you know what i'm saying because that's what that's what we do we work smarter not harder
1: exactly like if if 200 hundred, would you say 230 million Mm -hmm. if 230 million accounts have watched it we gotta throw at least the extra 100 million in there (laughs) for the people sharing passwords you feel me yeah so y'all should have seen it by now
0: so we know you can you can find passwords like women find basketball shorts
1: What's that supposed to mean?
0: I'm just saying. I
1: got my own basketball shorts, bro. I do.
0: Oh I know I know you. Whatever. I'm just talking about the rest of them.
1: Okay, well, don't generalize. Cause <laughs> I got my own shit. Okay.
0: <laughs> I'm just saying. And fellas, if you see some basketball shorts at a girl's house,
1: honestly, if you want to be real, <laughs> so, so I got my own shorts, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm sitting here thinking about my collection and it has gotten a lot slimmer like
0: so you letting niggas take your basketball shorts
1: apparently man right what part of the game is that shout out to uh, all my ex-boyfriends out there who are wearing wearing my basketball shorts or some of my sweats you know who you are
0: (laughs) damn name them Full names, governments,
1: <laughs> 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 names and locations to be provided. No, I'm just exactly. saying, I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> but yeah, that's a thing. Don't let them girls, ladies, don't let them try and make it seem like we just always taking their stuff because they take our stuff too. They do.
0: I don't know what part of the game is that.
1: Hey, Amen. But if you have a girlfriend who has played sports, then you know you'd be like, baby "Bailing your sweatshirt." <laughs> let me get a hoodie <laughs> it has happened okay I'm, it has happened I'm I, like, don't I mean I got a big ass sweatshirt you can wear it's fine it happens
0: that's true. I believe it but I know oh I'm gonna wear this out let me, I'm gonna give it back I'm gonna bring it back next week next time I see you
1: y'all yeah, don't bring shit back either
0: I'm just saying that's a move that we all need to watch I mean
1: I'll I'll admit it I don't be bringing shit back But you know I'm not going to bring it back So (laughs) don't give me your favorite shit Because you already know you're not going to see it again So that's your fault (laughs) That's your fault that your favorite basketball shorts Or your favorite hoodie is gone Because you knew before you handed it to me You was never going to see this again (laughs) So if you had something of your favorite Don't hand it to me (laughs) Problem solved
0: Problem solved Um, Give me the throwaway
1: sweats Or the throwaway sweatshirt (laughs)
0: There you go Stuff that don't fit no more
1: Yeah, stuff that you know you ain't finna just wear out
0: Smart So, for those that don't know why we're reviewing this movie We have been discussing being black in America And we felt this movie was definitely meant The qualifications Docu-series Docu-series I'm struggling with that
1: It's okay, man Cause
0: your boy also watched the documentary as well By Ken Burns So, your boy is educated out here You he got points
1: You act about. like you're the only one that watched it
0: what i feel but you also watched it I,
1: I also watched it and i'm still able to say docu-series and documentary <laughs>
0: i just watched whereas i just stuck in my mind
1: i just finished watching it too oh damn anyways anyways um so yeah the last episode we if you guys had not listened to it um this would be a great time to pause this episode and head back over to the previous episode and listen to us yep. um, talk about chapters one and two of the series. When They See Us. Mm-hmm. Um, today we're going to get started on three and four. This yeah. is the second half of the docuseries. Yeah,
0: so if you haven't watched it, as Nick said, turn to the previous one. But if you haven't watched the movie at all and don't want any spoilers for part three and four or one and two... I guess then, we'll see you next week.
1: Exactly. Turn this off and go sit your ass down and watch it. Yeah. Because I know you got a password. Anyways, <laughs> so chapter three starts off um, basically with everyone except for Corey receiving um, parole. Mm-hmm. They're basically let out of prison and now they're on parole.
0: Oh, well, well the focus is on them. In prison and then getting out and then also like the ramifications. Like the how the family reacts to it as well.
1: I was getting there, but yeah. Oh my, my bad. My it's bad. fine, it's fine. Go ahead. Keep going. Seven, you ten. got it.
0: So uh so it starts off, they go through each each boy how they're doing in prison, how they're getting getting past it, and then it goes through a time jump after their seven year sentence. Um Highlighting kind of the struggles of them getting out.
1: And this part, I I, I particularly like this part stuck with me um, because I have a family member um, who was recently released from prison mm-hmm. after doing quite some time um, over a decade. Um, so, you know, you kind of forget, you know, what I mean, like your life continued on and you like yes you know that person's in prison or whatever and they get out and you kind of just it's like oh okay they they home now all right like Mm -hmm. but you forget like them having to be in prison for that long and them like their mindset being kind of institutionalized and like this kind of showed some of the daily struggles that we don't necessarily think about and you know don't necessarily see and it's not talked about often um particularly when raymond santana got out you know he went back to his father's house or whatever Mm -hmm. and this man couldn't even shower like properly he would shower with his boxers on yeah and you know you don't think about crap like that right like thinking about like what you know how it made him and not being able to you know be around that much that many people you could see that like when there was a lot of people around he kind of like put his back against the wall no one behind him Mm -hmm. things like that and especially going to prison for something that he didn't do and being labeled as such how how did you feel about the um his now stepmother
0: um i think definitely Being convicted of rape definitely affected the family. For sure. And the structure and everything like that. I think specifically with Raymond, even at like grandma's family gathering and her birthday, a lot of the the
1: Well that's before he got released.
0: Yeah, before he got released. Even showed kind of like his family even though even though they heard like, you know, what happened, they're still like, Well, he's convicted.
1: Yeah, like, yeah, oh, he's it? a rapist.
0: Yeah, he's a rapist. So even, like... And it's, it, it kind of shows, still.
1: you know, even even being, you know, being African-American or being um, Hispanic. Like, we know the system is not set up for us. Mm-hmm. But we still have in our mind, like, okay, whoa. Well, he was found guilty, so he had to have done it, right? Yeah. Even though we know that the system ain't shit. And that can kind of go back to R. Kelly, like I said before, how these parents were... Taking their kids or letting their kids go on tour with him and shit like that, right? And it was just like their mindset was like, well, I mean, he was never convicted of anything, so he, he must not be like this. Mm-hmm. Like, why do we put so much faith in the system when we know for sure that the system is not set up for us?
0: Exactly. I think it's just the fact that I think it's the, the guess of them. they did their due diligence. They wouldn't, they wouldn't convict him they wouldn't, like we wanted arrested. we He's want like, didn't have something
1: we want it to be a, an actual justice system mm-hmm. so bad that we believe in it which is terrible yeah. um as far as this chapter is concerned I personally did not like his stepmom. Um, yeah I felt like she wasn't she wasn't shit like
0: she didn't give him too much room like <clears throat> even the room that he did have that was his like was the babies and I was just like and I feel like move room to room
1: the dad made me mad in that chapter as well because mm-hmm. i think it's like yeah okay i get that you know your son has been in prison for seven years and you kind of gotta you gotta uh continue or whatever <coughs> excuse me
0: how but, things were set up and yeah like, how his... things
1: like it was like it was clear to see that dad didn't you know say like oh you know when he gets out he's coming back here or like none of none of those conversations were had and right. I also feel like if he had the conversation of like you know that being his son and you know eventually he's gonna get out and that's still my son, they probably would have never gotten married, right? Because from the from the jump when he was calling his dad, you know she had an attitude,
0: right? Like, she why, had an are you attitude. Sin- why are you sitting next to the phone all the time? Like you know he calls you a you know specific damn
1: well you know what I'm saying like yeah. so I was just like and I feel like he should have done more, um, especially when she was you know, calling him a rapist and just doing all types of shit, like, mm-hmm. he should have done more.
0: I think it's a tough position <coughs> Sorry, to be in, <laughs> it's a tough position to be in as a dad, and then to, like, you know, your son goes to jail, <coughs> and then you, you're starting a whole life <coughs> with somebody else, and your life continues to go, and kind of, yeah, your life
1: continues, up. but you should,
0: but then also, like, that son, your son comes back, and then it's like, okay, Life is progressing, and then we're trying to like, help this person that was gone mm-hmm. for a while come back in, and then get. I don't feel like he was
1: really helping him. Mm-hmm. I feel like he was more concerned with the wife or whatever.
0: And in reality, I think that yeah, definitely, Dad wasn't. And I think it's all. I think a lot of the parents they wanted to be more helpful, more useful for their exonerated. Well, in this chapter four. Um. And then it was hard because that plays into the themes of, like, hopelessness and guilt because they wanted to do more, but they couldn't. I think it was pretty clear that time did go. They had their own lives. Yeah. And they not like they could stop everything and then shift it all over to their sons who were just released. They had to continue their own lives and try to juggle both.
1: Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't feel like... I feel like all the other parents kind of... They made time to to juggle those parts whereas Mm -hmm. dad of raymond it i felt it was like oh he went to jail and that was it the only time he had those connections were when he called or whatever Mm -hmm. but it doesn't i don't recall seeing him going to visit any of that
2: Mm -hmm.
1: so i just feel like you know like the conversations conversations that he should have been having not necessarily with his son, but with his now wife,
2: Yeah,
1: uh, they weren't had and they weren't done properly. Right. So, you know, because that could have been something, you know what I'm saying? like, had he had those conversations ahead of time, then it wouldn't have been like, oh, you know, well, my son is coming home, yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. Because clearly she didn't like him. Clearly. Cool. Like, we got that from him waiting to for his son to call but by that time you already have a child with that person mm-hmm. so you weren't doing your due diligence and having this conversation because you clearly would have seen the fact that she felt some type of way mm-hmm. about that whole situation you know like yeah. I, I i don't see her ever accepting him
0: mm-hmm.
1: knowing that he's in jail for what he's in jail
2: for
0: yeah so then like as that like family member i think that's a tough decision to make as well do you after you just had this kid with this person this person doesn't like, accept your your other son who was locked up like what do you do do you just like all right well I'm just moving on and you're gonna go your own way and well that's care? what I'm
1: saying that's why I, I mm-hmm. feel like he should have had that conversation ahead of time before he impregnated her mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying like it that could have been something that could have been resolved right yeah. then and there and then keep it moving Um, but I do feel like you know the house like raymond said they were tearing up the house she had everybody in their mom at that yeah. house so that that should have been another reason for him to step in you know you're treating my son like this but you have all your damn cousins and all of these extra people here
0: another fight another rock the boat another like
1: well i mean it, it's like you gotta that was his place she yeah. moved in there like yes we're married but like and I hate to like, cause I don't believe in the whole gender roles or whatever. But at some point, you gotta be the man of the house and be like, "Look here." Mm-hmm. Like, and I feel like he never did that. That's what was irritating me.
0: Yeah, I mean, for everybody, everybody's <laughs> different. So decisions that could have been made, or we wished, from what we saw, what would have been that we wished would happen, but for all decisions are different. So that's I guess it's a tough. Tough situation. You know? um, so then
1: Antron, when Antron comes home, he finds that his dad is living back with his mother.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Although dad, you know, dipped out on them during yeah. trial.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, his father is extremely sick, extremely ill. Yeah. Um, how do you feel about their relationship? Do you feel like Antron had a...
0: Um. It's just um, a bit a bit hurtful because you know in the beginning they highlighted kind of they were super close super close my dad was my best friend he coached all my like little leagues he's a great person and then just to see that like dad dad's guilt and hopelessness i think there was even a scene where they're in the bathroom and he's like i'll try to protect you and then son's just like just didn't buy it i mean Um, i feel it like i and then we just absent throughout the whole trial, the exactly. whole Exactly. And then not, not only not only
1: just not absent from the trial, that would be one thing, like, oh, I gotta work, I gotta do this. Mm-hmm. But you completely dipped on the family. Right. Like you disappeared, bro. Like I'm I am I completely understand Antron with being like, I'm good, bro.
2: Yeah.
1: I'm good, love and joy. Like we ain't gotta you know what I mean? Like <laughs> Yeah, you're my dad, but there's some shit where you just gotta. Roll on. Yeah, like I, I that that bothered me. Um, yeah,
0: but it's understandable. So yeah,
1: it was very understandable. I How did you feel about his girlfriend?
0: Um. <laughs> probably like I can see that also being like the worry because that's that's them trying to regain their life, that's them trying to you know trying to get back in the flow of things after being out for so long. Seven years. Right, and
1: they went to to prison at the start of adolescence.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, so, like, he didn't have that whole... You just been around dudes. Yeah, like, not that... So, the girl showing interest in him. Like, at first, I was excited. Yeah. I was just like, all right, cool. Like, good. But, um, how she got all mad at him, like, I was just like, I don't like this bitch.
0: Like... (laughs) And then she immediately threw that in his
1: Yeah, face. I was just like, come on, bro. Like, you know, he could have been one of those people that didn't tell you. Mm-hmm. But he told you and you're going to try and throw that in his face. All because he's trying to save money to pay for school for him.
0: What? You know what, what I mean?
1: Like, come on, what? bro. Like, if you're going to be with them, then be with them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But you can't be throwing, like, you, you accept someone for who they are. Yeah. You can't be throwing that shit in their face.
0: Exactly. 'Cause there are restrictions and I think that also shows and highlights like the fact that no I can't do as much as I want. I can't do this. I can't go out of out of town on like a, a date. Yeah. A hotel, you know, but vacation it, it's and like, stuff like that. I can't I'm do that. You know I'm saying? Like stuff.
1: I get it. You all girls want to be wine and dine. But at the same time, like at what at what expense? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like this dude just got out of prison. He has to help take care of Of the household. Mm -hmm. His mom has been doing it by herself. Not only that, his dying father is back there. You know what I'm saying? Like, he has a lot on his shoulders. And he's still actually making an effort and making time for you. Like,
0: While he's juggling a whole bunch of other stuff. You know what I'm
1: saying? Like, still making sure he makes his check-ins and all of that.
0: Guilt and frustration about, like, how he's not where he wants to be. Still
1: trying to acclimate back into society and you're really gonna get mad because you didn't go to a fancy restaurant Mm -hmm. meanwhile you're bitch, you're eating (coughs) he bought you something right (coughs) like i just man like i i like that scene i was just like come on sis we you you got us looking real bad right now Mm
2: -mm
1: -mm. real bad and then to throw that in his face was just unnecessary. <coughs> so I really hope that, because I know that he's married now. Yeah. Andron, I I hope that's not his wife.
0: All of them, all of them, yeah, all of them are married. Except for Corey. Except for Corey, all oh, the majority of have them have kids. several kids. Yeah. Lots of them.
1: Except for except for Corey.
0: Except for Corey. But um. um but yeah, oh, so
1: that that's a nice segue brings us to chapter four. Um. Or unless you still have something on chapter
0: three. Three. Go ahead. Four things. So so clearly throughout the, the show the part three, um, you definitely see the four boys and their difficulties finding work, navigating life, on probation, uh, forced to work oh, or I forced that that to too. register as a sex offender, adjusting to the loss of time, difficulty establishing romantic relationships, eventually leaving the state. Falling into bad situations, which we're talking about Raymond, Raymond and, yeah, and choosing to
1: uh, start slanging,
0: slanging. So, I mean, a lot of it is really bleak, and it's clear depiction of like what those in prison that following their release face, yeah, on a daily basis. Bright um, part of it, it definitely felt playing. Uh, well, so Raymond. He'd say, it was like, so he was messaging a woman right. while he the was in jail. Right, the girl he met while he was in meets jail. meets her out. Um. Eventually, his boy gives him the keys to his room so they could... Yeah. Situations. Mm-hmm. That was the bright part of, I felt, because I was singing. <laughs> I was singing along. 112, Cupid.
1: You hella stupid. Ooh,
0: man, as soon as that thing comes... Mm, Mm-hmm.
1: I was happy for him because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it. I mean, it, from that you can tell mm-hmm. that he genuinely cares mm-hmm. about that girl. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: If they're playing cupid, he definitely cares about her. You don't play that for just anybody.
1: <laughs> um. Yeah. So I was happy about that part, mm-hmm. and then like I felt bad for him at the same time because you know she was she was in college and she was like trying to get them to move. Like, oh, we can live together, yeah. and obviously he needs to get out of that the his living situation at his dad's house because his stepmom yeah. made shit um so them actually him trying to move is what drove him to
0: yeah because i mean it, being forced or put in the corner like that and just like there's yeah no like there. nobody's to giving you a it.
1: job nothing no one's giving you're you being a treated, treated like crap at home yeah you already feel like crap because you're not contributing like you feel bad because your girl wants to live with you and you can't you know so mm-hmm. it's a it's a lot it's it, basically life coming at you from different angles right uh so yeah he chose to start selling drugs and yeah. i was just like no No.
0: um raymond. i don't think part three was definitely focused on uh raymond a lot but i definitely i just took more to his story um the next part being just like as he gets arrested, his quote like when they are talking about boys will be boys they're not they weren't talking they weren't about talking us. about us, and man
1: ah that, that just that gave that me hit. chills because it's the truth, yeah, you know what I'm saying boys will be boys as long as they're
0: I mean one not melanated. That's a trash that's it's a trash a ass statement like, it's a, it's know. a
1: complete cop out for shit that happens yeah
0: but but looking beyond that and
1: beyond that like another level of it being a trash yeah. ass statement is it they're not they're not putting that on everybody it's only certain boys will be boys you know what i mean like you know caucasian boys will be caucasian boys right the rest of them are grown men of course at 12.
0: because there's been studies definitely showing that like a lot of people perceive african-american children as much older than than they are
1: than what they really are and it's crazy to me
0: that are that african-american men and i believe women as well have to or perceive that they have to grow up faster than everybody else
1: yeah and it's because of the situations that we're put in mm-hmm. and it's not even like it's not even that we're putting ourselves in these situations it's just how society perceives us
2: mm-hmm.
1: and the shit that we just have to deal with because of the way this country is set up right,
2: All right.
1: but yeah no that hit me mm-hmm. and also i was pissed when his stepmom was like i'm gonna tell i'm about to tell your p.o that you're selling drugs yada 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 and you know damn well i know she was probably he was probably handing her money Mm -hmm. and she was fine with it and now that he's leaving like i was just like oh my gosh she ain't shit (laughs) i was like bro like tell your girlfriend to tell her to run her friend like for Uh, real like if if my dude stepmom was treating him like that i'm like Babe, I'm expendable. i can fight her for you. Want me to fight her? I'll fight her. Like, <laughs> yo, I am expendable. Your daddy ain't gotta like me. Oh, we man. still good right? Cool. Put put, put your hands up, stepmom. <laughs> put put them up.
2: Oh, Especially
1: man. she called her a hoe. Oh
2: yeah. When she
1: busted in on them, like she just she was Messed just so girl. trifling, so trifling. I can't with her. I can't. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Oh man, what was your other, is that your other point that you want to make?
1: Yeah, I was just talking about um, him. Um, they do show in chapter three. They do show um, Yusuf and Kevin also getting out or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't highlight them so much. One scene in particular that I did like is you know Kevin has to report to this new like I guess check in for his parole yeah. or whatever and so they still try to do it again of getting them to admit guilt yeah and yusuf stepped in like if we did all that time and did not say that we did that we're not gonna start doing it now like it is what it is and like that part was just like it just showed you how strong they were yeah because i don't know how long i could have dealt with being in prison
0: and then knowing that
1: it. all I had to do was admit guilt and they was going to let me out yeah. on parole. Whew, like, I'm strong, but I don't... I, I say it all the time. I can't go to jail. Exactly. Um, I am not built for jail.
0: Not built for it at all. I mean, no. don't don't get me wrong. <laughs> when
1: I'm saying I'm not built for jail, it's just cause because I know that if I were ever to go to jail... Like, I have a short fuse. So, if I go to jail on some shit that I didn't do I'm gonna catch cases in
2: there like
1: and then I'm gonna be in jail for real for real like so I'm just like I know I can't go to jail let them have been like oh Vanessa mm-hmm. just say you did it and we'll let you go home I did that shit can I go can I call my mama please mm-hmm. let me go so I mean that that is to show how strong they were cause
2: mm-hmm.
1: for that long in prison oh. Being jumped and different shit like that, like man, man, no. <laughs> man, yeah. Anyways, that's also a good segue segue to chapter four. Yeah. So chapter four, this one hit me like I think I cried the most during chapter four, out of the whole docuseries series.
2: Mm-hmm. It was yeah, like it was like a shocked.
1: it was a consistent stream of tears. Just like, damn, I can't even get a dry eye in here. Like, was <laughs> crying the whole time. Right. So chapter four is focused mainly on Corey Wise, and his story is completely different. It's a different story than what the boys, other boys experienced, because he was the oldest, Um, so when all of this happened, he was 16, and he was immediately tried as an adult. Mm-hmm. So right off the bat, when everybody got arrested, you know, they went to whatever juvenile detention center. Or whatnot, but Corey went straight to Rikers and shit stayed in Rikers until he got transferred to another prison, but was still an adult prison, like, he never was in any juvenile facility. Um, dude, just had it rough, rough, rough. Like, you know, one of the worst crimes you can go to jail for is rape or go to prison, excuse me, go to prison for rape or child molestation like they don't they don't play about that in prison and you're basically a target if you go to jail or go to prison for either of those situations um so you know not only that but their faces were already plastered all over the news so everybody knew he was coming Mm -hmm. they were pretty much waiting for him uh during his time in prison he gets assaulted many times
0: several times
1: many times like eventually you know they show him and he like is basically about to die well okay the first time he gets assaulted you know he was in the TV room and then the the guard comes in and like has everybody leave but leaves two of the inmates in there Mm
2: -hmm. and
1: they drag his ass off and beat him up or whatever so then he goes to the infirmary um, the, the nurse in there you can tell she wants to help or that she kind of feels bad but at the same time she's just like this is my job type of shit
0: cause the guard's there watching
1: yeah the guard's trifling as shit so like he's just like they can't do this Like, why can't they just why do they do this and just get away with it and so on and so forth and so that guard keeps asking him let me know if there's anything that you can do for me and it's just like that's a kid, man. That is a kid. So finally, Corey like semi understands it and gives him. I think he gave him what some cookies mm-hmm. or no two crunch bars. Yeah. And then candy
0: tree whatever, they whatever. They get some, some
1: some of his commissary, and then the guard was just like, "Oh, okay, like keep it coming." So then he tells him, you know, next time because there will be a next time that they put their hands on you, asked to be asked to go to solitary. Um so yeah there's a next time where he gets uh jumped in the like the laundry area.
0: I Cuz that was, cause that was after, after he asked for a transfer, it wasn't it? In the cell. I know there's one in the cell where he had Oh no no. That was later. That was a black dude.
1: Yeah, that was later. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, he gets jumped. Uh he tried to fight back. shout out to him for trying to fight back. Mm-hmm. Um but they still beat his ass like drag him off and then the you know the the commotion starts and one of the other guards comes in like is there a problem and you know he don't want to be a snitch cause it's just gonna make situations worse for him so he was just like no we good and you know the other inmates are like yeah he said he's fine mm-hmm. everything's good <clears throat> So they start fighting, and then he gets to a cell, and the the guard, the same guard that asked him was everything okay, sees him. And he was just like, oh, I gotta get you to the infirmary. Corey's like, nah, they gonna kill me if I go to the infirmary, send me to solitary.
0: Yeah. So then, he goes to solitary, and I think it definitely shows, like, the mental health aspect of just being in solitary. To be stuck in a cell by himself was kind of forced to uh create things yeah by himself imagine talking to certain people i think the first person definitely was his his sister or sister
1: yeah his sister well brother brother first the first hallucination was his brother as his brother yeah and then you know he has flashbacks of interactions that he had with his brother and whatnot yeah yeah and that kind of, like... It kind of sets you up for the negativity that's going to come behind that. Yeah. So, um... It uh, also... Sh- go
0: ahead. Yeah, definitely. I think over time, uh, he met a good guard. And they were...
1: The guard, actually, um, one part that stuck out to me is he... He would call him Kid. Yeah. And so, Corey... Cory told him, like, I like when you call me Kid. Um, but yeah, you know... I think, had that guard not been there, he probably wouldn't have made it as far mm-hmm. as he did or for as long as he did, uh, because he treated him with kindness, you know, treated him like a child because Human he was being. yeah, and he still was a child, like he was bringing him magazines to read,
0: solitaire, some cards,
1: yeah, teaching him stuff like and and really, I I did like the fact that he was really trying to get him to read because he knew that you know. He hadn't been going to school and shit like that. So mm-hmm. he was like, really actually, like, no, we gotta get you reading. Like, you need to read this or read that, read a couple articles or something.
0: Got him a job cleaning up. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, really helping him out. But then he felt that. Oh, so there's a scuffle in, um, one of the TV rooms.
1: Well, before that, mm-hmm. his, uh, they take him out of solitary, um, to give him the news that his brother had been murdered. Yeah. Um and then they kind of show you the history of his brother. So his brother was transgender and um you know there was turmoil between his brother and his mom, well, excuse me, his sister and his mom. Um and she basically kicked her out just because he wanted she wanted to express herself as a woman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um so then it get, you you find some more history on the family and you find out that, you know, mom is dealing drugs out of the apartment and, you know, yeah, she's a single parent, but she's still doing some trifling stuff. Mm-hmm. She's <laughs> wasn't saying the nicest things in the world to um, the sibling. And yeah, so ultimately his his sister was murdered. It doesn't say if they ever found out who murdered who her it, or whatever, so when they tell him he's just like did you call my mom to make sure she's okay and they're like oh we're here to make sure you know our concern is you to make sure you're okay that's what the priest says to him Mm -hmm. and so that that scene was pretty emotional because he gets extremely upset like don't nobody give a fuck about me like I've been here how long I didn't do this Mm -hmm. and you talk about you you care about me don't nobody give two shits right um yeah, so that was really emotional. The guard, you know, gave him a hug or whatever to calm him down. But
0: nice little Goodwill Hunting moment, <laughs> like, no, no, you can't. You.
1: Yeah, it was it was a lot. So eventually, after that, the guard really, really, you know, takes him under his wing. i mm-hmm. se. but yeah, so then he gets him a job. Then,
0: then <clears throat> in the TV room. Young man by the name of. Matias Reyes. Mateus. Matias? Mateus. 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 Right, Mateus Reyes. They got in a scuffle. Uh, he didn't lose his job over that though, right? But no, he didn't.
1: Regard. He didn't lose his job, but the um, that guard, the CEO, was really upset at him because he had a parole hearing yeah. the next day, and now he. Had like a swollen eye and shit.
0: Yeah, and he went <laughs> to the hearing. They wanted him again to. Yeah, they wanted him to admit.
1: admit his guilt, and he was like,
0: "I didn't do it." So
1: nah. So they sent him back. Um. His mom comes to visit him. And, that was pretty emotional. Yeah. Um, cause he was just like, you know, I was hoping I could see you, before now. And she was just like, Well it's hard to get out here, like then he asked her, you know, could, could you put money on my books, just any just any little bit of whatever and she was just like, I ain't got it and she getting emotional and whatnot. So
0: mm-hmm.
1: <clears throat> he then he put in for a transfer. Right. Because he thought it would he would get transferred somewhere closer so his mom could come see him more.
0: Yeah. It's further away mm mm-hmm. Much further away.
1: Hella further.
0: <laughs> so, that's when things kind of turn for worse again. There's yeah, because a... he
1: goes to, to Attica, I believe. Yeah. yeah, so there, like I said before, the crimes of uh, rape and molestation aren't taken lightly. Um, so in this prison, you know, even the guards were extremely upset about the conviction or whatever Mm -hmm. so on his way there i mean or they found out that he was coming there one of the guards set him up and he's like yeah i set up a welcoming party welcoming committee for you Mm -hmm. and he gets attacked again in his cell and they try to kill this boy like he gets stabbed repeatedly um he's screaming for the guard holding on to the bars because they're trying to pull him more into the cell and the guard comes and peels his fingers back off the damn bars and i was just like what the fuck like that shit was crazy um so again he goes to solitary confinement he requested to stay in there because obviously he's not trying to Trying to have that happen to him again. Mm-hmm. He eventually puts in for another transfer. Yet again, they send him even further. Right. Um, I think he did, like, what? Two or three? Or three or four transfers?
0: Yeah, three, three or four. Yeah, because he left that same place again. And ended up back with the the good...
1: Yeah, the other oh. guard. And um, he was in there during 9-11. Mm-hmm. And then he goes somewhere. I don't know what prison it is but he ends up seeing that dude Mateus again
2: mm-hmm.
1: and Mateus like I, I mean from what i seen Corey recognized him but he wasn't trying to like you know he still exactly. by this time Corey just stopped going to his parole hearings because he's just like for what they keep mm-hmm. asking me to admit my guilt and I didn't do it so I'm not going to say it so whatever why waste my time exactly so <clears throat> the dude Mateus like walks up to him and he's kind of just like oh do you remember me and you know Corey's like no i don't remember you but you know he really does and then he says like yeah we got into it and i just want to apologize or whatever you know that was stupid shouldn't happen and Corey's just like whatever man like it's all good and he also asked him is he still saying telling people he's innocent and he was like yeah basically Mm -hmm. so come to find out were you shook because i was shooketh I was shook.
0: I didn't know their paths crossed that many times. I didn't know they were like You know
1: what I'm saying? Like I know. was shook. So come to find out, um, Mateus, I guess he found a newfound journey, um, and found religion while he was in prison or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so, um, he confesses to the Central Park jogger case. Um same case that Corey, yusuf raymond kevin and antron are, were all convicted of mm-hmm. um he's just like i did that mind you Mateus is already in jail he was already in prison because he was a serial rapist so you know what i'm saying like and murderer yeah serial rapist and murderer <clears throat> so it's just like he gives them details that they
0: hadn't,
1: you know, hadn't released or didn't know.
0: Mm-hmm. So yeah,
1: he definitely did it.
0: Definitely. So that shook. So, <coughs> following that, <coughs> Corey released Raymond, who was serving time because of his Selling drug drugs. charge. Yeah. Um, his uh. His time was shortened up because they thought, like, it was just off of, like, a violating a probation for another crime. So they gave him additional time. But that was cut short. Um, each And then it kind of goes into each one of the rest. How they three, find out. How yeah. they find out. So Aunt Yusuf Tron, was at Yusuf work. was at Starbucks. Yeah. At work.
1: Um, Kevin was at work. He worked yeah. at, like, a senior.
0: Residential. Yeah, right? and
1: he was, like, cleaning or whatever. Antron's cousin calls him.
0: Yeah, well, he is moved to Maryland, right? Mm -hmm. Because he was the first to leave. Yeah, he was out. Changes. She changed his name, right? Last name. Yeah. Yeah. So eventually, they all came back.
1: Um, and all of the charges are vacated.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is
1: why they are now known as the Exonerated Five
0: and they sued mm-hmm. New York in a civil lawsuit and got their monies. Like 40 mil split? Yeah. Which I think we discussed like it's not that's that still not enough. Hell no.
1: Not for the time that they did. So the four that so um, Antron, Yusuf, Kevin and Raymond they all served about seven years. Whereas, Corey was in prison for 13 years before he got out.
2: All right.
1: <clears throat> so, it was just like, really, 40 million split five ways, and then you got to worry about your court fees and all of that shit.
0: Yeah, lawyers and all of that.
1: It's not enough.
0: Not a whole lot. Something, but still.
1: And <laughs> even that, it took a really long time for them to get that. Mm-hmm. Like a really long time, yeah.
0: so. So, I think Raymond and Kevin are ATL. Antron's still married now.
1: Antron, Raymond, and Yusuf are all in Georgia.
0: That one stayed in. Yeah. Okay.
1: Uh, the only one still in New York is Corey. Yep. Anyways, oh. um, after. Yeah. So also on Netflix, they have a When They See Us now. Um mm-hmm. it's what, like probably like a 30, 30 to forty five minute
0: Yeah. It's it's not super long.
1: Not super long. Highly encouraged that you watch it. Uh you will get to see the actual Azonaria Five. Talk to the cast. Mm-hmm. Uh obviously is hosted by Oprah. You get to talk to Ava or they mm-hmm. talk to Ava. <clears throat> and so, um, what'd you take from that? From the When They See Us Now?
0: Um it was definitely a nice wrap up. I think it was nice to see the actual um exonerate five and kind of also the actors that played them and how and their experiences like getting to know the the actual exonerate five and how um jameel uh got to hang out this time with Corey, and how right. cory bought him a pair of shoes yeah <laughs> so I, it was definitely nice to see it um, nice to see them tear up about uh, the exonerated retelling.
1: their part of the story. It was, yeah. I also felt like, you know, it was really nice. Uh, what you call? What's his name? Your boy Casey. Casey. Yeah. So he.
0: <laughs> That's my dog.
1: What he had to say was really good, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Him saying that, you know, w- playing this role kind of showed him that the justice system should definitely not be called the justice system because mm-hmm. it's anything but that. Yeah. Um, so, like, hopefully that resonated with a lot of people. I mean, like I've said several times, African Americans and Hispanics, Latinos, whatever, we know that the justice system is not about no damn justice, mm-hmm. especially when it comes to us. But, you know what I'm saying? Everybody else doesn't really know that. So for him to say it... It, like, was just like, okay. Like, hopefully this gets some wheels turning for something. Um, You know, um, Ava said that she felt like it was important to tell the side. Tell the story from the views of the five boys. Which I think she did a fairly good job.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: Um, And I think I said it on the last episode. But one thing that she said is, the system is not broken. It was built this way. It was meant for... It was meant to hold us back, oppress, and harm us. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, it's true.
2: (laughs) Like, like
1: we know that all too well. Like, we are taught that from a young age. So, yeah. Like, I I just hope that a lot of people get to see it now.
0: Yeah. But, once again, it's a tough watch. And it's a tough realization. The weight of it all. Guess a lot. But yeah. So as we discussed earlier, we did also go ahead and do a do due diligence and watch Ken Burns's Central documentary. Park 5. Yeah, Central Park 5. It
1: came out in uh 2012. Yep. Yeah. Um
0: so re looking back at it, do you feel like that documentary was, and this new docu-series was accurate? What how do you feel about it? Or what And then your personal reflection on the docu-series.
1: So I feel like it is a good idea to watch this one as well. Um, Because the docu-series, you know, it's made to be a series. And some of the stuff, like they couldn't dive so deep into certain things. Mm -hmm. For instance, the media coverage of the whole situation and how these kids were portrayed To the media. Um, I think the documentary of the Central Park Five did a really good job of showing what was going on.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: I do like one thing that I found out from watching the documentary that I didn't know from when they see us. maybe I just was not paying attention or missed it for whatever reason. But Linda Fairstein. As well as Elizabeth Laderer, I don't know how to pronounce her
0: name. The The lawyer that was in the courtroom. Mm-hmm. That was Federer or something like that.
1: Whatever. Yeah. Elizabeth and Linda.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Both of them are not detectives. I mean, I didn't think Elizabeth was, but I definitely thought that Linda Fairstein was. Mm-hmm. And no, this hefa is a whole prosecuting lawyer like she does not she's not a detective she's not a police officer nothing i felt like it was just it was so odd that they were so involved well particularly linda was so involved in the investigation
2: mm-hmm.
1: when you're the prosecutor normally you know and I, I i've learned this from years of uh watching law and order <laughs> and uh criminal minds yeah. and other shows as such or even first 48 but the prosecutor doesn't get involved until after the investigation has been done and Forget after reason. you know exactly so this you know like the boys were set up from from the jump like they had no no fucking hope yeah <laughs> so i was just like what the fuck like she's not even a detective she's a whole ass lawyer I don't understand why she was so involved in the investigation and all of that shit.
0: Cause they needed it.
1: So yeah, that 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 part like pissed me off
0: more. Exactly. Um, watching the Ken Burns document documentary, I think there are a lot of additional details in there. Um, I mean, regarding the questioning investigation, just like interviewing the kids, fourteen to thirty hours. Yeah. Of questioning.
2: mm Hmm.
1: And you expect a 14-year-old, a few 15-year-olds, and a 16-year-old to...
0: For 14, 30 hours? Talking no, about the same thing?
1: And no bathroom break, no food, no nothing to drink, nothing.
0: And, and you don't think, like... Mm, Shit, I why? work
1: with kids. I work with kids in this age group. I can't even have a conversation with them for five minutes about well, something...
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Especially if they didn't do it. Let alone 14 to 30 hours. No.
0: I mean, if they did it, I got a couple of kids. I just need to spend two hours with them. And it, I, they, they Exactly.
1: If they did it, bro. Five minutes. Look me in the eyes. Tell me you didn't. Oh. Like, full <laughs> tears. So, like 14, 14 and 30 hours and they're consistently saying, no, I did not do that. Yeah. Like, they didn't do it.
0: Yeah, they did. Mm. So... Listen, that's, a, that's, that's something. Um, I think within watching the movie, there are also a couple of scenes where that didn't necessarily happen. A couple of quotes that didn't necessarily, weren't given. Um, for instance, one of the well, scenes. Well, in, in comparing the, the two. In comparing the two. Yeah. Um, so like the scene we've talked about last week where they're all in the holding cell or fork four out of the five are in the holding cell and they'd each take turns about like yeah i'm sorry I, like i lied on you my bad that actually didn't happen it was mostly them kind of actually clearly staying like what actually they did all not saying that they they lied on each other but mostly just like oh yeah i told the cops that that i was just with some boys and i didn't see nothing with a woman or anything right um i think some of them Are just a few things are dramatizations like when Yusuf and Corey are picked up on the street. They're actually picked up at At Yusuf's house. Yeah, at Yusuf's. Same phrases, same Corey. You want to go down with your boy? We'll have you right back. That's all still happened, but where it happened was different. Right. Some things, in quotes, are might be mostly interpreted as not theatrics, but mostly just how the Exonerated Five wanted or would have said or what they were thinking
2: mm-hmm.
0: so a lot of them did wish that they had apologized about lying while in the holding cell um and then to realize that like how the media came into play how they kind of really focused on the interracial rape uh case when there was another there was another There's big a, rape case yeah during that time. a
1: huge one and uh the ethnicities were same were the same uh we don't know which one but you know like this woman was raped and then thrown off a roof and not getting not getting 25 percent not getting 10 percent of the media coverage yeah that this situation was um and you know even even the mayor like, just, just the media coverage alone, you know, kind of, not even kind of, the media coverage alone
0: mm-hmm. pushed this case.
1: Yeah, pushed it and definitely pushed the narrative of them being guilty before even being, you know, tried for anything.
0: Right. But, um, yeah, decker does just, does a great, does a great job of of covering all of this. Um... Highlighting the fact that Mateus Reyes could have been caught earlier because of all the evidence.
1: Yeah, but because they were already so just trying to make shit fit,
0: mm-hmm.
1: that they were over. That was their focus, and, and
0: that's
1: it's one of the things that I wrote down about the docu series. Is like if they would have put a put in a percentage of that energy into actually finding the person of the energy that they did of trying to make the shit fit and prosecute these boys and make them be the mm-hmm. the suspects like they would have solved it a while ago and honestly would have saved a few women from being attacked and one woman one woman from being killed by mm-hmm. Mateus
0: exactly um
1: because he went on a whole a whole rampage like this happened in what april yeah it happened in april nineteen eighty
0: nine and then August yeah
1: he wasn't arrested until August, so for four months he was running around terrorizing the city
0: mm-hmm. it's just that's definitely disheartening, but I think for sure the the documentary just paints the picture of how confessions just once they confess it's all over
1: yeah like they don't they don't care'cause they sealed, yeah the timeline clearly didn't match nope the dna
0: didn't match they, there, hey, when they interested. when
1: they got the dna results it was just like okay well um that just means They're that it. it was oh There's there a was six. a six man and just because we didn't catch all of them doesn't mean that we didn't catch some of them
2: mm-hmm.
1: what like no they, none of these boys did this but all because they were coerced into that until those confessions and everything was recorded then
2: yeah.
1: it was just like you know, it's and they had, um, they had the juror, juror mm-hmm. number five. Uh, and he was even saying like, clearly the police were lying through their teeth. Clearly.
0: Yeah. But since they had the confession. Yeah. Seal the jury.
1: And shout out to him. He was the only one that was trying to hold out Real and be world. like, there's too many discrepancies. hmm But because everybody else was just like, no, they, they confessed. They did it. Mm-hmm and they were you know calling him all types of stuff and getting upset at him eventually he caved and you know that's the it's basically what happened to the boys like Mm -hmm. you're harassing me for these many hours okay i'll cave and just go and do what you said
0: yeah i mean the confession affected so affected the jurors affected the media the media ran with that affected other african-americans because once they said once they heard that there was a confession that yeah, American African American goes community. back to
1: the whole just, idea yeah. that we think that the justice, like we know the justice system is fucked up, but then at the same time we still have faith in it. Mm-hmm. That should
0: stupid, but whatever. Exactly, sealed families' fates. Their ideas that hey, they were they confess, so like hey, must it must have happened, and just all around. So I think the doc the documentary hits all those points, and just I think the fact that it goes back and highlights the that. Within those investigations, or the questioning, they could have asked for a lawyer at any point in time.
1: Yeah, but you know
0: the setting, the lack, how they how yeah. they set things up.
1: The lack of education and and when I'm saying education, I'm I'm not meaning you like know awareness. oh we needed a degree yeah awareness but the lack yeah. of knowing what your rights are yeah. So yeah,
0: that's definitely where we need to go to more moving forward.
1: Um. So, How did you feel about the media coverage of this, like along the lines of uh, good old forty-five, and you know some of the headlines and stuff like that?
0: Um, so hit the the three. So media first, Trump, and get second Linda. Oh, Linda. Um, media coverage. Um, definitely makes makes the case. Um, I think. All of them at the end, they're kind of just like, oh, we messed up. My but bad. they even said that
1: they even said that uh, the media coverage for once they were exonerated mm-hmm. was still really bad. Like they were still just like, oh, don't be so quick to to let them free and all of this other mm-hmm. shit. And it's just like, yo, take this L.
0: Didn't. You guys
1: fucked up these kids' lives.
0: Yeah, they didn't do their job. They just once they heard it, they just ran with it, and then exactly. Oh, we didn't check to see if this was actually factual, right? Oh,
1: and, and the same thing with okay, stupid ass Trump.
0: No, nah, he's just trash. Yes, he didn't say my dad. He just kind of like he goes down the, with the ship, like whatever. I'll never on. talk. I know what happened.
1: Yeah, like
0: and so did Linda. Linda still believes that there was a sixth or that meanwhile they all worked with worked together yeah even though despite the facts and the confession
1: and it's just like i you know some of the words just the terminology that was used when describing these kids you got wolf pack um mutant teens um what else did they call them
0: sociopaths
1: sociopaths like they were definitely portraying them as grown men as opposed to any anything any, else, anything else. The and then kids. like when the guy started the one dude in the doc in the documentary was saying that this is you know this is very similar to Emmett Till and he's oh, like yeah. had this been 1901
0: they would have been or, you know,
1: little I think so but saying it mm-hmm. had it been 1901 being that, that was a white woman and these were black, black and Hispanic boys. They would have been lynched, possibly castrated, burned. Yeah. Like, and that would have just been the end of it. Yeah. And I mean, you know, it was, the, the and then that Caucasian lady, she was like, it's 1989, so they can't do that. But they still use some of the same terminology when talking about the case that would be found in stuff back then so it was just like the whole thing was it was it was horrible
0: yeah uh so wherever we know where not my president ended up 45 we don't even um I don't get that nigga number um true we know where he ended up the orange sickle (laughs) orange sickle um she definitely tried to have a, a good hand in the the docuseries and trying to limit Ava on what could be could be put in mm-hmm. but
1: tch, damage ava, is done
0: tch, ava said bye felicia and disregarded her so following the following it Lena Fairstein a lot of her books because she had a big book career after yeah this. She, she made, made, career
1: made her this. career off of that
0: so taking off a lot of publishing a lot of people distance away from her but mm-hmm. she still to this day believes that they did it
1: I was just like lady i don't like so when they were recovering like oh that's where she was drug off into the into the woods or into the the bushes and whatnot mm-hmm. they said it was an 18 inch wide trail left and like the dude said so you mean to tell me that five teenage boys who are out doing all of this mayhem had the concentration to drag a person into mm-hmm. the bushes and everybody just follow that path.
0: Right? Because that's
1: clearly a one person, yeah. like.
0: One, two people went yeah, in. Yeah, two people went in. One
1: out. But, like, you know, you're not going to go down the same. You know what I mean? Like, there would have been several different trails or footprints or, like, and no, there was none of that shit. Nope. So I just. In short, I would just like to say that the justice system ain't shit. Ain't never been shit. Hopefully will one day be shit. But as of right now, I don't...
2: mm -mm.
0: This Mm -hmm. is
1: like the prime example of why I'm so scared to have children. Shit like this.
0: All I gotta say is... Man, fuck Linda. Man, fuck Linda.
1: Man, listen Linda. L- listen L- Linda, L- Linda, 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 Linda Linda. Linda. Linda Fuck you, right? Like, man.
0: The other thing I gotta end this on is either they don't know, don't show, or don't care about what's happening in the black community out here. Yeah. Pretty much.
1: I'll take the latter of the two. They don't care.
0: Mm mm mm. So yeah. Thanks for coming on this journey with us.
1: If you guys have any more information that we didn't talk about, hit us up. You know, we like to educate ourselves. Yes, sir. Uh, you can follow our podcast on IG at loveyours underscore podcast. Yes, sir. And on Twitters.
0: Yep. At, at loveyours underscore pod.
1: Yep, yep, yep. Where can they find you at, Mister Knight?
0: Yo, follow me at swoosh night, swoosh underscore K-N-I-G-H-T. Holla at your boy.
1: And you can follow me, your girl Vanessa Denae, on Twitter as well as IG at Denae underscore Vanessa. That's a D-A-N-E-E underscore V-A-H-N-E-S-S-A. Don't forget the H or you won't find me. Yes. So. Thank you for listening.
0: Yes, there You can always find us on google podcast apple podcast tune in stitcher so still,
1: still working on spotify because they playing yeah but tuned. um yeah um like comment subscribe rate and review we appreciate all that tell your cousins tell your mama tell your sisters your brothers your uncles your daddy maybe your grandma i don't know if she's gonna be okay with us cussing so much but um
0: hair or not tell her that you got some new insta cousins so.
1: Oh, wow. Anyways, yes. thanks for tuning in. Yes,
0: sir. We'll catch you guys next week. Bye. Peace. the podcast. The podcast.